0: And residents of Reefside, California, welcome <laughs> to the Sentai Truther Club. I am your host, Grav, and with me is my flawless co host,
1: Kennedy. Ooh, flawless. I do feel a little flawless today. Thank you. Ooh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and today we have Paul from the Gay Space Cast. How's it going, Paul?
3: It's it's great. I'm substantially more flawed than Kennedy. I think it's just it's fair to let the listeners know that immediately. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good to be here. Uh, I you you have impressed upon me a Star Trek watcher that Star Trek is a Sentai, and I agree with you. It's pastel colored outfits. There's consoles. There's vague space stuff, and there's sparks and people flying over the consoles in a sort of overly dramatic fashion. You've got all the all it ta- it's got all it takes.
1: Holy shit, we didn't, even, we didn't even have to coax it out of him.
3: Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm a believer. Like, you just have, you'll just have, now have to listen to my uh, Star Trek The Motion Pictures, a Christmas movie, which is, uh, will be a long-form episode. It'll, it'll come up later. It's a very complicated I am, theory.
1: I'm looking forward to, uh, I assume that'll be a gay space cast episode in the near future. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Forgive me, I am completely ignorant to Star Trek. There is no Star Trek Christmas movie, is there? N- no, 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 no. We, it's
3: Star Trek really does not go the it. got it's franchisey sort of marketing. Uh, its, it's extra special episode kind of business in, but not too much, and not nearly to the extent of Star Wars, which I just got to look at Disney Plus and realize they have put all of that up as Star Wars vintage. Like Ewoks battle for end. Oh, 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 really? Did you, did you think we needed more? We did not need more of this. And so I think Star Trek kind of keeps out of that area. So there, are not, there might be an episode or two that is devoted to Christmas, but no Star Trek Christmas movie, but Star Trek, the motion picture is about Christmas. Again, you can watch the thing. It's a comic.
0: So wait, the Ewoks celebrate Christmas? No, the Wookiees
3: celebrate Life Day. But it's sort of thinking of adjacent uh, space properties. Your other star, your other star product, has a substantially better. Oh my god! Division. I was going to say what? <laughs> no, no. The yeah, Wookiees celebrate there is Christmas. This weird... ish. Yeah, it's they. You, they, you they never seen weird. that special
1: grab?
0: No,
3: I think oh, it's it's so I
1: cursed. caught it YouTube.
0: I think I caught like Jontron uh video about it but that that's about it (laughs) that's all you really
3: need it is like an hour long it is not worth it they just yep we got we got harrison we paid harrison ford to show up to the set
0: he's kind of (laughs) mad so what is your experience with the power rangers prior to you know getting ready for this episode doing
3: my homework you mean uh which uh so i am of an age where i watched tommy oliver Beat the asses of your, the the original five Power Rangers as it was happening. Like that was broadcast. And yeah, please don't figure out how old I am and talk about it. I, it I'm old. It's fine. Uh, I watched that, and uh, yeah, that was that was like elementary school was when that was happening to me and my peers. And yeah, eventually fell off because like, wow, it is absolutely like a merchandise program and there's better anime and even giant robo sentai stuff. As as one gets older, right? Like, this is the, that's the mid nineties, right? Or where there is very little in the way of anime. You've got Akira, you've got Voltron, which is sort of the obvious predecessor to this in many ways, Uh, but nothing really Oh yeah, no, guy, right. People in giant robots and kaiju suits, and like people fighting over a giant set—a set of this. You had Batman the Animated Series, which is the mwah, piece de resistance of the fr- of the ch- afternoon cartoon block. But Power Rangers is definitely, and yeah, you know, like Ronin Warriors, and sort of. There were a lot of everyone's got a different colored suit and the little action figure you can buy kind of shows and it kind of fell in alongside a lot of those for me just because that was the world that it fell into and that's what it is right but it's got much to else to it but so yeah i was there for i was there at the beginning talk to me
1: about coins yeah I, i i like that you uh remember a little of like the history of what television was like around that time there certainly were a couple of other Sentai-ish shows that were brought to America before like, Power Rangers in some fashion, but it was all like pretty limited and nothing really caught on. Um there dude, was that one Sailor, where they were all Sailor like Sailor Moon is heads also running. Though? Sailor
3: Moon's also running at the time. Oh, that's Thunderbirds, yeah. I think. And they were I think that's like more of an American show that is like a, a Thundercat. Thunder cat. It's not Thunderbirds, it's Silverhawks.
1: No, there was one in particular that was no no, I'm not thinking of that. I I do remember that like one too. Silver? You
3: were thinking of Thunderbirds. It. Oh no, it's not Thunderbirds. Yeah, but it's the one. It's yes. It's who is? It, they all have their little capes, and there's one. They all have different bird, like all their visors <laughs> yes, the are capes! shaped like different beaks. <laughs> oh yes. Oh the no. Different beaks. Yes.
1: Yes. And that, they were all. Yeah. There's yeah like one that was, like that a hawk was one of the, and the first. Little boy was like, yeah. I I actually want to do some research into this at some point because I, I I actually just remembered this recently. Like it came out of the childhood vault of memory. You know. Um And this was something that like one of my friends' dads was really obsessed with, and showed all of us. Um And oh, he's the that of was us. definitely like he's the you of of he's the the awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, right.
3: like, come on, kid! You gotta watch this. Right. Like, I don't want to watch a show from thirty years ago. <laughs> Stop it, Dad! No, that's, that's No, we were that all was. into
1: it. We liked we of we were. So. It's a sweet show. Yeah. We literally wanted like any. Anime we could find at that time, you know what I mean? Because like you were saying, it was so hard to get any, anything yeah. like that. And like, so yeah. he was like, "Here's one that you probably have never heard of," and puts it on for us, and we're like, "Yeah, this is all right. It's not amazing, but we'll watch it." <laughs> well,
2: and that was so- very
1: Sentai. That was like, I think that might have been. I want to research this a little bit because I think that might have been one of the first Sentai-ish things to be Westernized, like ever. Because they all
3: have colored vehicles that are all various, like, do things. And the sort of that is the thing they do is call their, they're not Zords. But, it, oh, yeah, I got a giant spaceship. And out of it falls a tank. And then a jet flies off of it. And we all have skills.
2: <laughs> Special <laughs> skills.
0: I had a similar experience like that. Uh, my uh, stepdad tried showing me a lot of his shows from when he was growing up when I was like nine or 10 and uh, it was a lot more misses <laughs> than I would say than hits. Right? Like I remember watching the X-Men cartoon, really liking it for the introduction, right? The dun, and I liked that when I was a kid, but then upon rewatching it a little bit later on, I still loved it. But then as I grew up and watched it on YouTube, I was like, wow, I'm really missing it a takes- couple of animation frames there. Right. And that
3: <laughs> takes forever for anything to happen in that show, which I watched, because they yeah, yeah. that same same Saturday morning uh, block for me too. That was, yeah, that's on that's on when I'm on air, when I'm like growing up.
0: Yeah, Star Trek was a part of that, but uh, my small brain couldn't really comprehend it. And I was like, why? I, I don't understand what's so pog about people talking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, and and, I, and I, I see now that la- later you sort of realize, oh, right, the idea of solving your problems by accepting your ignorance is the cause of most of them is probably a cool idea to give to people but it is substantially less exciting and there's way fewer sparks but spark squibs no flutes
0: oh no we got flute one thing that still held out through the generations though was transformers the movie
3: oh this is one of my and... I, that was it that's my orson <laughs> wells's final performance yeah Deadly yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's Namoy. It's he shows up and kills the most annoying villain in your in your show, and you're like, hell yeah, Star Trek rules.
0: Yeah. In in this movie, you know, you, you could imagine being a kid and experiencing that as it happened, right? Like so much so that fans, like in droves, sent letters to the creators to please bring Optimus Prime back,
2: even you killed though my robot we already had a
0: replacement. Yeah. Even though we had a replacement robot in Hot Rod, and that was kind of like Hot Rod's journey. But uh, I remember really liking that movie as a kid, and wouldn't you know it, I showed it to my son, and my son loves it. He loves watching that movie. I mean, it's so Star Wars. There's still certain pieces robot. of work from even back then that still, like, as it translates through time, it still gets appreciated. You oh, know? my God.
1: Oh, my God. I found it, and you're going to love this. It was fucking brought to the United States by Saban.
0: Nice. What is it?
1: It was what is it called... called? eagle riders in the united states but in japan it was called science ninja teen (laughs) gatchaman
2: Yeah, Eagle, uh, Eagle Riders uh, is
3: probably smarter to, for, as like a just, just like the guy building the Saturday morning lineup. Eagle Riders, yes, Go, call it that, please.
1: Eagle Riders, yeah, please call, call it Eagle that. Riders. That'll I make sense to American I can't audiences. Put,
3: I can't sell cereal. Uh, to be fair, Science that.
1: Digiteam team would not have sold to an American. Let's just be real. An but American audience would have not. Oh, but it's At so that much- time, it's, now people would be into that, right? But now, oh, it's but, an but, anime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love
0: this show. Yeah, yeah you that Eagle
1: Riders, it. dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that main character design. I don't remember too much of it, but I was like, ah, and it is a Sentai. Yeah, we can cover it. Yeah, yeah
1: we'll no, cover. They're Eagle all riders.
3: in different costumes. They have powers. They <laughs> have things. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. But no, I like so. Back to the Transformers movie. That was one of my favorite movies to rent from the not blockbuster video rental store. Again, throwing myself under the bus of aging for the audience, but yeah, like that movie. Like, oh, and but like, as again, as such a cynical toy grab because Hasbro said, yeah, murder all the toys they had. We just flopped together three toy lines, gave them a story, and made a cartoon about it. We need you to give Pete Best a place to shine. and the sound like yeah we got a bespoke soundtrack we got orson welles not we got that <laughs> different <laughs> we got Saban's Letty. not that different it's absolutely not and then and then ultimately they're like kill them all we'll build a new a whole new generation 2 line and the author is on record saying like oh no it was really liberating they were like yeah kill all of our characters and make some new shit and they like, but yeah uh, as the children who are like oh cool my the robot dad from the tv ah, bah, ah, you killed him in the first 20 minutes of the movie and Boom, we are on, we are got the movie actors in play and we are doing this. It's great. We're doing a Star Wars. It's pretty much, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, well. I could just think back to those times as a kid though, you know, when you're when you're experiencing TV movies, like uh, TV moments like that, you know, like where it's like such a, like a pulp culture sort of thing. It's incredible that, you know, like it wasn't just you who watched Tommy, like on TV and like pogged out. You know, it had that experience. It was you and a bunch of people across America. Like, what if the uh, pool that kid like kind of revived off? the show? Yeah. yeah, you know, you had that, and then I re- I had a similar moment with uh, Dragon Ball Z, but kind of the inverse. Uh, so I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z from the very beginning. Uh, you know, starting with the Sai- the Saiyan Saga with Raditz and all that stuff. I was, I remember being a kid and watching the premiere, and then you know. Going it all
2: the way up to Raccoon.
0: What? And then going all the way back to the Saiyan Saga. You know, and then having to rebuild back up. And then finally, you know, we got to Majin Buu at the end of Majin Buu. But, but, got all the way to the last episode and it was kind of already like borderline not good. It Um, did go on. (laughs) And then it goes next time on Dragon Ball Z, does Goku. Defeat Majin boo with the spirit bomb. <laughs> and literally, Majin, like Kid boo is being disintegrated by the spirit bomb. And my cousin and I turn to each other and go, He kills him with the spirit bomb. We don't need to watch
2: it. So, so yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the opposite yeah. of the news
3: story thing. If you ask a question, like, yeah, if you ask a question in a headline end of a news story, the answer is no. If you ask a question at the end of a Dragon Ball Z right. episode, the answer is yes. Oh, that's such yeah, a wild. Yeah, but that,
0: that's crazy to think that that was, like, my entire elementary school, like, season built up, and then the very last episode, I was like,
3: nah. <laughs> good, I'm <and> good.
0: <laughs> Speaking of pop culture revivals. Are we doing those? We've got the well, most that's interesting. this was in its the, time. The weirdest of what Power Rangers Dino Thunder has to offer. <sighs> Because this season sucks. You ain't
1: kidding. Yeah, so Uh, we could not do a regular best and worst. We deliberated about this a fair bit. There was a lot of crying and yelling behind the scenes. Um, (laughs) uh, And uh, we finally came to the conclusion, I'm exaggerating a little, but really, it was like, we were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, all of our DMs back and forth to each other this season was basically, it could have just been us sending what the fuck to each other 75 times a day.
0: Also, lol (laughs) Tommy's having sex, lol. (laughs) Oh yeah, lol
1: (laughs) the rangers fuck would be in there as well, probably. Uh, But, uh, uh, yeah. uh... So finally we came to the conclusion that we can't do a regular best and worst. We're going to pick three notably weird episodes. Just talk about those. And honestly, it was hard to even pick those because there were, some, there were a couple that were on the cutting room floor that were just as weird as these three pretty much, but we just had to pick at a certain point.
0: The content... The content enjoy enjoy the content, pickies. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Could have been anything.
0: Oh. I just want to note, before we get started, this is of the original filler guide. These are the three episodes that we picked with the original filler guide. Before I've made any changes, because I'm still currently working on them.
1: Yeah, we're still tweaking the filler guide for this season. We'll talk about that more in the season in review. But anyway. So, yeah, so we're going to get into it. Uh, We'll just do them in the order that they appear in the show, because there's no logical way to sequence them anyway do want to start with one or two things that this does feel like it's the lead up
3: to uh cw shows like this is sort of the breeding ground (laughs) for a lot of the kind of sentiments and like bad jokes and just weirdness that you see in like sort of just opaque like very not opaque transparent writing that you see in those shows they're like oh what is the character feeling oh good they're saying it out loud right now and a lot of, yeah, and like, uh, something I've heard, I've read recently about, um, old jokes. Kids love old, dumb jokes, they don't know that they're hack. So you could just throw hack jokes into stuff like this all over the place, and I am kind of... I realize that is a place for that, and a very amusing home for all of these sort of, like, Oh, you make brussels sprouts edible? Like, oh, oh, a ch- like a joke for a nine-year-old, hell yeah. But yes, let's talk
0: about them. You know? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, you it has a little bit of the quality of like what's new Scooby Doo. What's, what's new Scooby Doo? What's new Scooby Doo? Coming couldn't after you decide if it was like a Aww, edgy man. reboot for the kids or new if it was Scooby-Doo. like boomer jokes. It really bad to and you. It, it had this what's new really incoherent tonal quality as a result where. It's like some 41 playing as they drive the mystery van and they're like kind of making it seem like the teens are getting high, you know. And then a few minutes later, they're like, ha that's dollars, not cents or something like that. And it's just like, OK, boomer. Um, Do you have just a bucket of the hokiest shit in the world
3: and you just pull a card out and have someone say it? Is that the writing style?
1: Yeah, it's bizarre. This is a little like that. I see it. <laughs> so, we got, so what are we doing? We're doing, like, this- So, this... so Lost and Found in Translation comes uh, first.
0: Oh, this is the first one? This is the first one you Let's gave me. Let's fucking go! We're starting with the easiest one. Alright, no, have you guys were. ever seen an episode of Super Sentai? <laughs> huh? I assume
3: no? that I did just now. <laughs> yeah, now you have
0: slurps up piggies. <laughs> <laughs> Super Sentai is gonna pop your virgin cherry right now with Dino Thunder. Let's fucking go! Except, except you have to deal with three assholes in the same room giving commentary. Three, three, and they mean not um, us. They mean a whole
3: in the jingoists. show. <laughs> they are not written particularly se- culturally sensitive. uh No.
1: No. No.
2: It's
0: 2004. We're going for the Bush second term.
2: Like,
1: How dare foreigners be from somewhere else? Never mind. Uh, We'll get into it. I don't want to jump ahead. Okay, so (laughs) you know how it's very transparent that the writing process of the Power Rangers often boils down to them just watching an episode of the Sentai and then being like, what do you think? that's it, like an episode about dogs. We could do an episode about dogs that's more American. Yeah, one of the Power Rangers aunts ha- has a dog. And then that's how they,
3: you know. And then, yeah, they'll all meet up at the cyber cafe that we have exterior footage of and then a, a stage, And we'll all use the terminal, which we call it, and not a computer. Because it's 2004, I guess. Right. No, like, yeah. That's, <laughs> like, like, oh, what are you going to do? Oh, we filmed these five teens. Some of them are stuntmen. The rest of them are just teens, and then we will cut to the other footage. Like, we have the footage with the helmets on.
1: Yeah, like... I like the
0: aesthetic. It's probably an aesthetic thing. It's like, hey, welcome to my cyber cafe. Would you like to use my terminal?
1: I'll say. Yeah. The cyber cafe is interesting. I don't know. It would have been... I mean, you you have to admit, looking at sh- a lot of the shots of it, it looks like a cozy place, but as a teen, you probably would have wanted to hang out. At least they kind of nailed that.
0: Just imagine like a floating like, sign hung from the ceiling or whatever that says terminals with like a computer icon <laughs> and like 2000s <laughs> word art on there. And it has yes. just the Japanese... <laughs> it's one of those things where as soon as you add Japanese characters, you're like,
1: ah, yes, There's it's some... cool now. like that meme where it's just like thing guy's face is totally placid japanese thing he's freaking out yeah that was that was 2000 and and whatever year this came out uh four i think
3: (laughs) early aughts were a weird time for aesthetics generally we didn't quite know where we wanted to be the so, plot of this, let me let me try and take a stab here. The plot of this one is so intertwined yeah, yeah. with the Americanness of the baseball player that it would just have been impossible <laughs> to film the framing surrounding shots without compromising the whole thing. So they watch it on television instead. This is the episode. They watch an episode of this show with the cast of this show. Yeah. Again, Tommy Oliver shows up in the opening credits and I recognize yeah. him. I'm like, oh, cool. It's him. He's not in this one at all. By the way, he doesn't show up. He's like, I'm not coming in for this. No, you guys not at go. all. Get the get, the, dump, get the teens in the sofa. Yeah, he keeps missing this. <laughs> so let's do the plot of the episode. Yeah, this episode yeah, took them like deconstructed like the framing to keep themselves from having to write a new version of this. Finding
1: this act, the baseball player actor I'm... again. Right. This was like a budget saving episode because like this took them like this was like three hours of filming tops. You know, like, this episode cost them, like, 40 bucks and, like, some craft services, you know? <laughs> oh,
3: don't eat the popcorn. It's so popcorn they can afford plastic.
0: Jason David Frank for the rest of the season.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, then why don't they have him in the next episode either? Spoiler alert.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so so it's 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 late in the evening, and the teens are at the the cat the cyberspace cafe wherever and, they vaguely
3: um, live work play hang out they don't seem to have parents or homes but that's fine we'll move forward it's power rangers
1: yeah they really don't seem to have parents or homes now this is kind of like a thing that's almost like a joke in some seasons where it's like they you don't really see their parents that much but it's like you also get the impression that they do go home at some point to a loving family this this season no i if you told me that the plot the big plot twist is they're all orphans i would just nod solemnly like it would it would not be shocking at all um Because they do not seem to have anywhere that they go at the end of the day a lot of the time. So they're just hanging out. Yeah, all hours of the night at the Cyberspace Cafe, just hanging out. And so they're just hanging out indeterminate. It could be, like, two in the morning. It doesn't even seem clear. Uh, Ethan, like, throws on the TV. uh, is like, I'm going to watch some tube and veg out because the edible's hitting. Or whatever, and uh, Kira's <laughs> like, you know what? Me too, dog. Um, and she sits down. Um, and uh, Connor's like, oh my god, you guys, we have social studies homework. You weren't supposed to take the edibles till after we did the social studies homework. And they're like, Psh, we did that shit, dude. They both and he's dab like, on oh, him. Fuck, it's just me. Yeah, they just <laughs> dab on him. <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, it's oh fuck, it's just me. Oh damn. Well, I guess, uh, I guess it wouldn't hurt to take a, a, a few minutes to watch television with you, maybe. And so they start watching TV. This is the A-plot. The A-plot is what happens on the television, not the real life. It, the, no, that's the, the, the B-plot. Real life the B- is B B-plot. <laughs> and that B-plot is that they
3: have a social studies project comparing two countries. In, I guess, contexts. We, there's, I'm sure, some other constraints to the project but all we all we're to understand is it's the social studies project comparing two countries guess which countries they're gonna choose for points later gang wrong it was japan <laughs> and the
2: united
1: states <laughs> why did you say russia and vietnam what the fuck that's such a weird combination <laughs> for this show yeah that's <laughs> peru Not really and very new, new zealand <laughs> That, uh, again, well, New Zealand is where this season was shot, so. Did you not pick up on that from the accents?
3: Um... (laughs) I just thought everyone in the future was stilted.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they're really trying to sound like they're from California, but then every now and then, They just forget, mate, and it's time to just, you know, head on down to Reefside.
2: (laughs) Especially
0: Connor. Connor's the most egregious. Yeah,
1: Connor really forgets which country he's supposed to be living in. Uh, Anyway, so, uh, they're, they're surfing the channels to decide what to watch, and what do you know? It's them! It's the Power Rangers! What the fuck? They're all freaking out! There's a show about the Power Rangers? Someone made it like a fan show about us and it's all wrong it's japanese what the hell and connor is especially mad about this in like a gamer kind of way where he's like i'm supposed to be played by a white guy
3: oh they're not even real ranger yeah. fans if only they kept up with our is this all public does this make the news what the sh- like giant monster crushes town what the fuck, everyone? Huge robot comes out of the city square every couple of days. No one looks into this. Bye. No, I'm very. So yeah, what is there? Is there? Meanwhile, there like public? Do does anyone know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, does, they are some. Yeah, some of it's covered it's by the news. It's vague. Explicitly. It's like the parents. Sure, mm-hmm. I understand. It's a TV show. No, it's actually not entirely vague this season. That there's a there is a on. You didn't see them much, but there are some on school reporters that are actually some of the only semi-likeable characters this season that are partially responsible for the Power Rangers being known about. So we actually have some clear lines of, like, this stuff this season. So That's it's actually it's known. New lines? What? Yeah. Oh, not in my Power Rangers. I know. Rangers as many things that don't make sense this season that was one of the few b plots that was relatively consistent all the way through the season because
3: <laughs> like, like this is such a throwaway episode but they really could have spun this into a two-parter where the next villain is like a guy that's like oh no i'm the villain that made the tv show fuck you i'm here to i've, I've been watching right, right yeah, no, like no, that, i, was I expecting thought that was that. gonna go
1: somewhere yeah I- the whole time i'm expecting the twist where it's like rangers that monster from the tv show it's in your mom's house now you know like <laughs> yeah the mean lady with on. the spear comes out of the tv
3: and like i've got you now and like oh no and that's great we have a good it's a good time reality bending
1: that's a but no nope. no we're so, doing so so yeah studies. so so ethan and kira are a little <laughs> yeah it, it, this is literally just a social studies episode um so ethan and kira uh you can watch this episode for extra credit if you're currently taking a a a high school or middle school level social studies class, um, so Ethan and Kira are more like, yeah, it's fine if it's like a Japanese interpretation of it. It'll be fun. But Connor's upset and it, like, you know, racist kind of way. But here we go. So then we start watching the Sentai show. So the Japanese Rangers have have this. Oh, they have a B plot too. So there's actually there's. The A plot of the episode is the rangers, the Japanese rangers fighting a monster, and it's a greed monster, and there's an American baseball player. The B plot is the actual Power Rangers in real life of the show, watching the Japanese show, Uh, and then the C plot is that the Japanese rangers are trying to make curry, and the blue ranger is wacky.
3: I would even put in another layer there because there is this uh, uh, anti-capitalist sort of money isn't the primary driver that is slides in between the A and B plot that we'll get to as well because it's not just beating the because it's not just capitalist but we have
1: a whole yeah I like this t- too many layers too many yeah. layers sorry so all right, <laughs> too many so we're layers watch- for an episode that is extremely throwaway and doesn't make sense
3: so they're um... <laughs> hanging out in their weird science cave that has a dinosaur skull and like a bar and a kitchen and they all just <laughs> vague hanging out making curries which i'm assuming is a bad like doubly bad mistranslated he hands up he says oh i have a fruit he hands over a fruit curry which is basically just like a bunch of fruit and no one wants to have a bite of it i assume this is on brand with some version of these characters like is this match up with the yeah, sentais there's...
1: You I I, I assume this matches up with something about the sentai footage of the season?
3: Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> sure.
1: So they do that, um, they all wear the
3: col- they all wear the- colors that are the color
1: of their ranger, which is think that's very convenient for yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give all the all the normal stuff in that regard. Um while they're making curries, they uh read a newspaper. Uh I can tell it's 2004. That says that a uh, Newspapers still exist. What the fuck? Um, uh, And uh, this famous American baseball player, Wacker Wilson, is in town. Uh, And that's a big deal. And of course, uh, Japan is actually probably more obsessed with baseball than we are. So there's an extent to which this sort of makes a little bit of sense, I guess, as a plot.
2: There's this conversation about
1: American athletes Being too greedy, which begins the anti-capitalist theme we talked about. Well, it also would be difficult,
3: I see, to film an episode where American baseball player visits America. It's like a difficult pitch of like, (laughs) why would that be like, (laughs) that guy who lives here,
0: he came by. Is this the moment when Connor interjects?
1: Yes. So at this point, Connor becomes even more outraged and goes on a gamer rant. He turns off the TV and he says, these rangers don't look like us. They're not white. Uh, Ethan's like, excuse me, I'm not white. But Connor just moves on. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know uh, what I mean. Uh, you know... <laughs> God. It, that's the vibe of this scene. It's fucked up. It's cursed as shit. And uh, and he's also... Uh, he's mad that they're making fun of an American baseball hero, too. He's just mad about everything.
3: Well, someone has to learn a lesson by the end of the episode, and with so little stakes, it's got to be that yes, cultures are different, and that's fine. And I guess that's as good as and like you really have to. You have to really ramp up. Oh no, he's an ass. Otherwise, this lesson is like yeah, social studies class. That's yeah, know what that's supposed to he's do? Fucking um, all right. And <laughs> like, but Sentai Truth or Sentai? A Sentai made him a Marxist, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which is what we're trying to do with this podcast, also <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah, and so uh Kira and Ethan are both kind of like, um th- we're enjoying the show, and like differences aren't all bad, like what the fuck is wrong with you, basically, and they turn the t v back on essentially um,
3: pre presaging the uh new the new star Wars movies debates in sort of a, a, sm-
1: a small symbolic form um (laughs) the sentai rangers in the meantime it seems like we might have missed a little bit of something because it comes back to them you know while connor was ranting because it comes back to them
3: television it was just on
1: right yeah yeah it was just on and he just interrupted it rudely and loudly like a straight white man does So we come back and we, we missed a little bit of something, but there's some kind of villain plot going on now for sure. And it involves bad haircuts, like old-fashioned haircuts, which ironically, they're calling them bad and old-fashioned now, but these would actually be like TikTok Hey, This would be like TikTok hair today. Like, this is actually, like, they're like, they're like, look at this weird hair. And I'm like, my, like, brain that's been on, like, Twitch and fucking Twitter and TikTok for, like, a couple of years now is like, what weird hair this looks <laughs> i don't understand and I then mean, i had to know, think he, about it <laughs> your hair is
3: on one of those i think the, the haircut you have right now is featured I in the program yeah it's no it's not even a really great oh, yeah it's not a super obvious what that is kind of weird is. to think about because apparently yes it's distracting is that the, i believe that's <gasps> that's the Point. that's what it does meanwhile what is the monster well eventually oh, it right. turns it's out the embodiment the greed. of greed itself is that not enough yeah tiktok hair
1: is the embodiment of greed itself <laughs> and
3: this monster cannot stop saying and it cracks me up every time uh soon greed will conk will take over the earth like yeah i'm you know, I would not maybe you just take it. five, <laughs> bro. You got it. Like you're good. Um You're good, dude. Like you are good.
2: <laughs>
3: Ch- chill. Whoa. This <laughs> is such a good point, honestly. His name, is Ka-Ching, right? His name is Kaching, by the way, which is you Ka-Ching. know, yeah, the sound.
1: monster Kaching. <laughs> uh the we mentioned before, like I, I don't I'm not going to keep addressing this over and over again, but the uh, Japanese Sentai Rangers C plot continues to advance. By the way, like they continue to have oh no, the Blue Ranger is the world joke. He's the world's best chiropractor.
3: We have to talk about this for at least a half second. What the fuck? That's it. Okay, all go. right. Moving on. He's the world's best <laughs> chiropractor. I'm sorry. This is, and he just does it not for money, just because it's a good time. I'm sorry. He it. Yeah, he's he's a really good, he, yep. really good chiropractor, yep. and that's what gets them entangled with the baseball man because he is here because he's hurt. He can't play baseball and make all the and make what a uh, five hun- five million, which is fifty k if he's using the yen transfer profit if he's actually numbering it properly.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm just trying to think of like the way they translated it over because in my head, I'm going, well, it makes sense that they would call it footage, right? Like they, it's this own fans interpretation because all the footage they could do would be the battle footage. So essentially lost and found in translation is what Power Rangers is to Super Sentai in Power Rangers Dino Thunder.
3: For a Ow. diagram explaining that, please write to Sentai Truth Club. Because basically,
0: at... in Dino, in Dino Rangers, <laughs> in Dino Rangers, <laughs> the only common footage between that and the Super Sentai is the battle footage. And then the Japanese, the Japanese, then have to be like, "Well, shit! All we can get off the public broadcast is the battle footage. What do we do with the non when they're not in battle?" and oh, then they it come up with their own the
3: canon yeah they've just got footage of them yeah. fighting guys and like giant robots but they don't actually have anything about, what, what would they what would they be like if they were just hung out would they where would they live and yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> documentary footage trying to put this together you got historians and people that they working on their phds
1: of what the blue rangers really like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um I was going to say, although I'm not going to necessarily address everything about this C-plot, that it is relevant here because Mikey, the black ranger, eats some curry that makes him sick, and he's unable to fight for the immediate battle. So, you know, you have this ATM fungus... Teddy bear? Man bear pig. Ish, yeah. Uh quality
3: costume design i love how much work they put into such it's one-off good. villains and one-off mods you're like wow this is like weeks and weeks of weird very high detail work and yep we're gonna vaporize them in one go that'll be the end of it 20 minutes done
1: one go yeah
3: yeah <laughs> like your gold your reader impulses um, your, Z- your zeds you get it like oh, i mean the villains are the the sort of like uh, yeah big bad villains have very good costumes
1: well put together but like even this beautiful yeah, Kaching's amazing looking, really. So Kaching's out there uh messing up the city. Connor makes a comment. He's like, "This looks dumb." And Kira's like, "Have you seen the monsters we fight?" <laughs> Which is actually a pretty hilarious moment. <laughs> That's so good. It's so the Power Rangers are trying to stop the greedy hair problem from happening to too many people. But of course, ka wants to uh, put wigs on the Rangers. Uh, and uh, of course, like, this idea looks very ridiculous. And at this point, Connor is, like, trying to leave. He's like, he's like, I'm going to go down to my local militia hall. And uh I'm gonna tell the boys about this. Our democracy is being destroyed. The I constitution with... he's he's not making sense anymore. Don't you <laughs> see what this represents?
3: Is I believe a direct quote. Which is like, no, I I yes. don't like I don't see what this represents. Yo, what does this dude? represent? What Connor? is, the problem? What is... <laughs> Oh
1: he sounds like a Capitol Hill rider.
3: Brooks Brothers for sure. Like, this isn't our, <laughs> this isn't our, 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 my America. Like, yes, I, okay. Well, you live in New Zealand, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they managed to keep him watching. The Rangers in the Sentai show are saved by, what do you know, Wacker Wilson, who's wandering around looking for someone to help him with his injury, as we mentioned previously. And he needs the Blue Ranger, a world famous chiropractor. This is all stuff. Who who is Uh, world
3: famous chiropractor, but unknown? But not apparently not someone you'd come seek out. (laughs) You just ran into him in the street. So
1: I, you just look. Everyone in Japan's really good at manipulating your
3: spine and subluxation treatments, which are definitely not bogus. (laughs)
0: Um, didn't didn't we have an Olympic win in uh, curling?
3: I'm. I mean, maybe. maybe we're not great at sweeping up, here
0: right? So <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure we did. And if they're the world best, do you know their names? I'm also not seeking them out.
1: I didn't come to Japan uh, exactly. for the express purpose of looking <laughs> for them. So again, it's, it's yeah. A I show. think if you if you were looking for that in particular, you would maybe because like I could know. Google maybe it's that like right a... now. I'm not gonna, cause I don't
3: care. But if I did care, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
3: 2004. <laughs> no, okay, fair enough. You're right. All right. So also, uh, so yeah. So he gets his back treated. He, everyone gets bad hair. The he continues to run about town, giving people bad haircuts, and we find out that Whacker has been has been uh captured as it were agency captured because he comes to the he tries to pay uh, the blue ranger with money that he quote got by rigging by bribing the pitcher at the home run derby to throw him some real softballs which is the whole point of a home run derby is that they throw easy to hit pitches so you can do that because that's hard even if it's easy even if someone's trying to help yeah you. and so bribing the person to do that is not really like a right he didn't actually do anything bad. He just gave someone money, which because that person's job was already to do that. Uh, but this again represents the corruption of almost everyone around them. The whole town is, by this indication, it was like or, a tip. Is, is,
2: yeah,
3: it is. Yeah, basically everyone's now got bad hair and is being greedy. And so, of course, we cut back to Fuck fucking around town.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Japan being racist. I'm
3: not sure it's racist. Is it not? I mean, are we not they? Hmm. Because maybe either you way, should you're read portraying
0: his
2: paper.
0: <laughs> Because either way you're portraying the the baseball player to be an idiot or either an idiot or a corrupt person or both. Really? Well, let's wait and see it's if
3: there's
1: a moral borderline. lesson learned
3: by anyone on this borderline. episode.
1: Yeah, it's like I, they right, they ultimately learn moral lessons, but it's also like it's a little edgy.
3: Yeah. It's, it's they're right. We're, we're crazy pieces. Yeah. Are, you know, like, it's, but it's also, where's your baseball team owner? I guess is the is the valid structural question to ask of this, of the Sentai truth or of the Sentai episode, but it seems much <laughs> to ask of them.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Wacker Wilson's trying to give them all this money. And then they notice, oh, he's got the wig. It's, it's happening to him too. You know, so then he reveals the, Home run derby nonsense. Um, and uh, the Rangers start trying to make Wacker Wilson come to his senses, but Kaching gets in the middle of it again.
3: Does his one attack, which it's, is shoot coins yeah. out of the ATM mounted in his shoot pelvis, coins.
1: which are huge and really well. Again, more cool
3: prop building from the good people at Sentai.
1: The money shot, as we call it.
3: Hey. Wow, we really—that's—that's that's a. That's I'm pretty a, sure Toei guess. was intentional to
1: that. with that one. Oh yeah, come on. Of course oh, they, they were. <laughs> they pretty much him <laughs> in <it>. um, like. <laughs> As the the Rangers are fighting Kaching, they start to sound a little greedy themselves. The Red Ranger makes a joke about wanting to get paid. And we pan up, up a little like, bit.
3: Oh, we pan up a little bit um, too. Yep, they've got
1: the wigs. But uh, luckily, Mikey feels better by now, and you know he's able to kind of bring the team together, and they, you know, defeat the monster and save Wacker. All the Power Rangers stuff that you would expect at this point. He um, shows up with piggy banks, but that's
0: not, not really a real too solution. much we can say. Not, not really too much we can say about this one, just because it doesn't really relate to our main characters at all. <laughs>
3: Well, we did do yeah. an essay. at the end. There was a pro- there was an essay written about how Japan and the United States are different, and probably like eight to ten double sp- double spaced pages. He got a C plus. The teacher is like, I like how this one isn't white yeah. <laughs> nationalist.
0: Nice job. <laughs> You're not wrong. Connor is definitely big mega chud big in, this, uh, in this season.
1: Big, big Chud energy. Yeah, so that's what Lost we... and found a Translation.
0: Yeah, that's everything <laughs> there is about that episode. Very much so. Doesn't really improve anybody. Uh, we just found it very interesting to talk about just because this was probably the most egregious Connor has been the whole season.
1: And it's such a lazy episode. Yeah. Well, it definitely kind of felt like...
3: Like the underlying Sentai episode is great. I think like it's like that's a cool message. It's fine. It works. Like it's a yeah,
0: yeah. But the thing is, it kind of felt like, uh, and I've brought this analogy before, but it it does feel kind of lazy. Or maybe they were saving the budget for something, probably to try and get Jason David Frank back on TV. I don't know. If it wasn't that, it probably was just the editorial board going, you know what? We don't have any fucking ideas for this week. How about we just throw an episode on there and just show people what the fuck we have to work with. and it's like you like this you like this here's a middle finger for you (laughs) i mean i think
3: this one's also really hard to bring over because the interaction with because it is about cultural exchange and you do it the other direction and also the the monster fights the guy that's in the like he plays that character plays a crucial role in saving the day so now you also have to refilm that with a different baseball guy because he has to be in this but you can't use that guy because that's weird that again american baseball player visits america isn't particularly yeah it just does not really fly it does not teach the same lesson about don't be greedy that the underlying part does so don't be racist red ranger is a better (laughs) overall takeaway it feels like for sure also yeah so next we have a weird next story a
1: star is torn
0: yeah! <laughs> Kira's
1: episode! Let's go! This was the final proof that there was no hope for Kira's character.
0: There's no hope for anybody. No. Because this is like episode 20-something, right?
2: Yeah. I, thought, I and, could and, tell and when I saw the bangs.
1: Everybody's awful. Everybody's awful in this episode. This is like... Everyone is intolerable as fuck. <laughs> everybody's an asshole. So, Kira... Finds out that, you know, she's being offered a record deal, potentially. Is this preceded so by excited. anything?
3: Last yes. episode, Kira has have been music? Singing... Okay, just because it was not in the previous episode, as you may recall. And that's, I asked for as little backstory as possible because I wanted to see how that went. But so, yes, she's had a song before. That's good. That's at least make something
1: out of that. Sorry. Yes, no, Kira's been singing Freak you out, freak you out Yes, the freak you out out song since the beginning. Freak you out, freak you out, freak you out. You didn't do it enough times. That was not nearly as many as the show, dude. I know. So, yeah, so Kira, you know, we've been seeing her play music. She's passionate about music. She wants to do music. She almost wasn't sure, like, whenever all the Rangers were having their doubts about Do I have the commitment to be a Power Ranger? Her thing was music, you know, etc. This makes sense, and it's a big deal for her. And ideally, this would be, like, a good episode that, like, really improved upon her character or things like that, maybe, or something, you know? But it's not. Instead, what happens is Kira goes around trying to find someone to tell the the exciting news. But everyone is like, Hey, Kira, shut the fuck up! Shut up! And she's like... Can I just talk for one sec? No, shut up. No, we all came (laughs) to your show where you played
3: your one song and then you did it again and we were very supportive, but we're tired of hearing about it.
1: No, they don't even let her get out like what this is about. It's like-
0: To be honest, the the past like 20 something episodes that we watched before this, I was already kind of there with Kira. (laughs) So I was like, I'll let this slide once, but it's just the whole episode. And I'm like, all right, like, you could pull it off once. That way the person gets the message that they're getting kind of annoying with this shit. You know, whatever, right? But after that, it's like, you really don't have to keep, like, sticking a knife into someone and just twisting it.
1: Yeah, they literally, like, six or seven times she tries to get someone's attention. She goes, starts with, like, the rangers and, like, just keeps going down the list until eventually she's trying to talk... To uh, Cassidy, the school reporter that she feuds with all the time, because she's just like, well, will anybody listen to me? And of course, Cassidy's like, "Hey, Kira, you're a shithead to me. Fuck you!" And just takes off. And that one actually is deserved because Kira is a shithead to Cassidy. <laughs> oh yeah, Kira.
0: Like Kira's not an angel, Paul. So like, Kira's multiple times like judge Cassidy. Off of like I guess her initial impression of being a really prissy white girl. That is the impression that you you know is very
3: apprehending her. Yes. They do good, they do a good job characterizing her in that way. Yes. But yeah, don't be don't be shitty about it.
0: Since the beginning, she's progressed a lot and she's gotten better, right? She's Mm -hmm. pretty much one of the only reasons to like be somewhat interested in the show.
1: (laughs) Um (laughs) Yeah, Cassidy and and Devin are the only likable characters.
0: Which is sad, because that's like saying, what if Bulk and Skull were the best parts of the season two? Uh, Right? uh. Or
1: something. So she's like, hangs out with this creepy producer guy, and he's like, we have to set you up with a new look. And turns her into this, like, Lolita goth princess thing.
0: Vaporwave,
3: Eurogoth. It's a much superior look. I will say that out of the gate. It's not a it is great kind of a look, good look, but it's a much better look than what she was rocking previous. Just
0: no, it. he it's knew, easy. he knew he had the foresight. He saw, he saw at least 10 to 15 years into the future of what would be popping in well, like 2019 well, around when like, during the vaporwave era of like 2017 to 2019 around that era
1: he knew he fucking knew he was trying to make her into the billy eyelash of
2: 2004
3: <laughs> <laughs> i kind of quick cut through that it's like very accelerated like up oh, makeup change up oh, you've here's a new producer up oh, here's your new album and video and like those kind of things happen pieced through the rest of this in a weird way where we don't get a lot of process montage like you might in a kind of yeah, transformation it all happens, scene. Kinda... Like, it's a makeover. Why don't we, yeah, let's spend some time with this. It's not that kind of show.
0: Oh, man. Um, st- as we talk more about this episode, I actually remember that I get really upset at this episode. My bad, yeah, keep it's, going. <laughs> it's very
1: upsetting. So then, so then Kira goes out on the street and she's like having all these thoughts like, I don't know. What do I do about all this? This is crazy. Let me call um, everyone I know and ask. Oh, none of them are oh, answering yeah, they their won't phone. Answer the phone. And then she runs into three little girls. And I thought like, this
3: was gonna go somewhere too, and it did not.
1: Wow, are you some kind of celebrity? Give me your autograph. And Kira's like, Me? Oh, maybe I do want to just be famous and go with whatever the sleazy producer says.
2: Yes! Yes! I thought those
3: little girls were going to be like his clone army and he was going to be the villain or that they were like paid by him to go do that and like encourage girls who were thinking about not being weird goth princesses with techno backbeats and just like... No, I'm thinking about going my own direction. Oh, are you a pretty princess that's queen of
1: everything? You should go back inside.
3: That oh, way, don't nope. forget,
1: don't forget. Uh, this is one of those scenes with the New Zealand accent slip out. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you a pretty princess? Can I have your autograph?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is such a You got wild... the
0: Joker laugh out of Paul.
2: <laughs> uh, this whole thing
3: had me cackling, because it's so, like... I... Because ultimately, the look they end up going with, which we could talk about when we get to the end of the episode, which I think is why Grav got to the end of the exposition. like, oh, I hate this one, I realize now. Um, But yeah, she's a much better look. She should have definitely stuck with this. The song's better,
1: the look's better. Weird little girls like her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So finally, oh, and there's this B-plot about Cassidy spending a bunch of time on the computer. Um...
3: (laughs)
2: Don't worry about it. It's all pre pre
3: Tinder internet dating. It's very, very odd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dandy Oliver also does Uh, not appear in this episode, although the Black Ranger does show up and just hangs around, but in full costume. So they could just have whoever do it, which is smart.
1: Yep. It's Uh, not good. It's not good. So uh, Zeltrax has an aerial song. It's a pharmaceutical. It keeps me from feeling depressed. Zeltrax, the. If you if you've been on Zeltrax for more than three weeks, and you experience any of these symptoms. If your monster's um, grown, too such as long, an aerial assault vehicle, <laughs> um, showing up in your city, because that's what that's what he's up to today. Uh, the aerial assault Air vehicles kind of nowhere cool.
3: to be seen. No, nobody, Nobody's scrambling jets, nothing. We got nobody. <laughs> it does look cool. It uh, is it's not like super time. cool. It's kind of cool. It's all right. I mean, yeah. it's all right. They they spend more they spend more money on the costumes than they do the jets.
0: Yeah, this fight sequence, uh, ultimately, it's kind of inconsequential. But uh, one thing that I do want to note here, and I think this is also you, Kennedy, you almost forgot to mention this episode in the weirdest. Uh, and I was like, no, 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 we need to make sure that we include it. Yeah, and the reason why is because the the fight sequences here. It kind of encapsulates all of the problems with the season in one, right? Yeah. The fact that we're so deep in the season, everybody's a fucking jackass, everybody's an asshole. Um, there, nothing progresses. Uh, nothing will change for the better. Stop hoping. Stop hoping things will ever get better. <laughs> you know, just like very cynical with no sort of like really good moral message to come out of it and it's kind of aided by the sentai footage because the rangers are very dysfunctional outside of the ranger outfits right so like they're in their outside of their ranger outfits they don't really get along at all really like ethan and connor connor just kind of tolerate each other because they you're a ranger, just like I am. You know, it's kind of like being in the police. <laughs> hint, hint.
3: Connor used to throw uh, me against the lockers, but I guess we're friends oh, now.
0: You're,
2: yeah. in, you're
0: in police union 502. Oh, fuck. That's my fucking police union, bro. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I got you. 25% off the top. Ah. You know, like just shit like that. that. They have that type of relationship. And then like Kira just doesn't interact with any of them outside of school uh it seems wise yeah but when they're fighting they're in unison when they're in ranger outfit they don't have moments of unsurety of like i don't know if i can do this ah this is gonna be such a struggle for me oh it's my one last chance to go <laughs> grab this item and help defeat the monster no perfect perfect teamwork it's why like don't I get to be the Triassic assassins? Ra- like, why don't I
3: yeah, get to be the Triassic like, like ranger? Why do like you get a- to drive the car? I want to. I used to stand here in the crater, and you're driving the car with all of our powers.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like getting into like the the sort of like it's like high school assassins club, essentially. Like it's like all the drama of like so Degrassi, except worse. Uh, Because you have emotionally devoid human beings who are trained to kill at at such a young age. And they're highly proficient killers.
1: This is like one of those cringe animes about high schoolers that have too much powers and then they just are bad people and there's no explanation for any of it really. Um, It's like like that.
0: Like imagine like three super like kind of like the boys almost like but like teenage version teenage the grassy version of that right like imagine like three fucking high school superheroes working together undercover or whatever and they they like fucking throw some criminal on the ground and snap his neck with their with their boots while they're fucking discussing oh, have you done social studies homework yet like <laughs> you know like it's just like shit like that it it mm-hmm. comes off that way right it's like i they are only rangers because they like to do violence like that's the only reason i can gather
2: yeah and they're like well, yeah. oh you know
0: ultimately it helps the world i guess but really i get to just like fight you know that's cool
3: no i mean yeah g1 rangers it, it lets me have... do martial arts
0: G1 Rangers
3: have, like, morals. They act morally in their context. They act in a mu- usually mutually uplifting manner, even though they really all have to pretend Billy is a nerd, even though he is clearly just caught. There's like, let's put him in so overalls. Maybe that'll dork him up. Um, but yeah, no, they're all nice to each other. They all have, like, a, like, some objective that the shared objectives and care about each other's achievements and things, which, yeah, you don't get any of that here.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I want to talk... Just one more second about the fight and just say that this is one of those weird things, too, where they just, like, because of the whole nonsense of none of this makes any sense and Jason David Frank isn't around for this, you know, moment that should have been his career's most important moment. And so, it's like, they, like, split up the Rangers from Tommy a lot and, like, Tommy goes off and does some, like, die-hard shit or whatever. And like the Rangers, like do their normal Zord fight, and that was one of these. Kind of they got all the Zords, ways, but it's though. also kind of distracting and weird. Yeah, the one-on-one I battle don't... in the airship
3: while they're fighting the Zords versus the monster is uh, running side by side. Am I remembering that fight right, or is? It,
1: yeah, and they do this a few times this season. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I also, like why do so they have so, so many Zords? Of, like, there's in so this episode, Zords. it's so distracting. There's so many Zords. This episode is just a mess. In the like, middle, there's basically. like the first and- fight has seven Zords come
3: out, and it's like where who drives the rest? Where did these come from? And I mean, I'm assume it comes up in
1: the first twenty episodes of the thing, but good lord. Also, this is when Tommy calls Zeltrax Smitty. Oh,
2: damn!
0: It's rest it's in touching. peace to a real one. He was number one. He was number one. <laughs> <coughs> Smitty <coughs> Wurbin Jagerman Jansen. He was number one. He was number one. And then he
3: had a horrible accident at the antidepressant factory and became Zeltrax
0: Is this the one where Tommy kills Zeltrax Um He does seem yeah. to
3: have a final conflict. i you know, TV die is dying. Okay. Di- yeah, this is
0: TV another die, but... thing to talk about. Oh, that he's not That's here. why I this? said,
1: we couldn't just move past the fight yet. There's a yeah. few things
0: we had to oh, talk about. Fuck. Oh, fuck. I forgot about this. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> this is so dumb. They introduced Smitty. They were like, out of all names, Smitty? It's and a normal the human name. Fucking, the way <laughs> fucking Tommy Oliver says it, oh, Smitty, I can't believe it's you. And then... uh. Like, Tommy realizes that Zeltrax is Smitty, right? And it's supposed to be this big, epic moment, but it comes off goofy because his name is fucking Smitty. And then, like, Smitty's like, no, I'll never fucking give this evil shit up, dog. Fuck off. Check out my and sweet Tommy's aerial like, vehicle. And Tommy's like, all right, Smitty, then I guess you'll have to die. Kra. And fucking kills him. And that's it. All right, Smitty. Bye. <laughs> like, there's no remorse. No, no, like, you were my best friend, Smitty. I fucking, you were my homie for, like, months while we were in this expedition. We had no other outlets but each other. You know, Grav, like, nothing. Grav,
3: Grav, the tears stay inside the mask, brother. Inside the mask.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just just
0: nothing it's just like all right smitty not gonna join the good guys then die and i'm like so unbecoming of like a power ranger
1: terrible and also because um, if, if,
0: if
3: all of, if if the actor were there they would have definitely taken helmets off and looked each other in the eye and had like a moment and then finished it but it's like nah, he didn't even show not even i don't call me when we're doing 25 or whatever episode yeah he could have like next episode we have coming up here cuz he hasn't been in any of these
1: <laughs> so uh so after all the fighting kira decides that she only wants to half sell out
3: um <laughs> so they spent a lot of money filming a lot of 8 millimeter footage of the world's worst pop country music video it is the end of it is so long. They spent so much time. And why? You this is the whole other episode. This is they could have done something she, with the other <laughs> with the other freak you out. This. Freak
1: you out. No, it's not freak you out anymore. It's You're patiently. Right. So so everyone comes to help her shoot a music video for her new music video patiently because again, she decides to half sell out. So originally Kira was like an Avril Lavigne. Pop punk girl. She meets this producer. This producer is like be an electro artist. Like you would, she would have been on tour with Lady Gaga in a couple of years. Type yeah. of vibe, right? Great, great. You girl. know, ahead um, of the time. Ahead Better song, totally ahead of the time. Better song. You know, none of them were great, but that was the best one of all the songs she sang all season. So, yeah. uh Ow. so. Um, and and the, one of the main reasons that she doesn't go with it is because Connor's against it. Connor's a reactionary. <laughs>
3: not, I don't even have time. I'm done with Connor because he also has like a hair. The whole
0: episode, they were ignoring her every single time. Her going to meet an, uh, a creepy adult in a fucking luxury suite, they didn't go with her. They, she goes to get dressed, get changed, uh, fucking create, gets a music video, doesn't say, doesn't answer the like, phone. That's not like an afternoon. She goes worth to meet up either. with them.
1: That's whole thing, yeah, that's weeks. It's, uh, it's very weird. It's very weird.
0: Yeah, like literally have been ignoring her the whole time, and it wasn't until this moment. Where they were like, where she inserted the music video, like, guys, look what I did. This is what I've been doing these past couple of days. Well, you've been fucking ignoring me. So she puts it in. It plays this like Eurotrance video, the best, the best song out of her. Could have been a fucking would have charted in some European country for sure.
1: Like this is the era when tiny short or shiny toy guns and bands like that were popular. She literally would have been a hit.
0: Yeah. And then, like, she got a fucking killer outfit on, too. Like, it was great. All of it was great.
1: The video had all these sophisticated 3D effects for the time. It was vapor-wavy. She
0: didn't didn't tell them anything about, hey, I think this guy is, like, being creepy. Real Or I think this guy is coming on to me. Yeah. Or anything like that. So, as far as she knows, the record deal is clean. And then everything else, like everybody else treats her like fucking shit. And it's kind of clear that she doesn't have parents either. So it's like, dog, why even be a Power Ranger? Why hang around these guys? Must Unless save you the like Earth the war. violence.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's just, it doesn't make sense because they never once appreciate the good work that they do. You know, like they'll appreciate it in the moment, right? Like there's been, mo- there's been episodes where like, they'll be like, oh, fuck, I really love soccer, but, like, I'm a Power Ranger, so I can't make my afternoon (laughs) games, because kaiju always shows up in the afternoon, and it's kind of weird if I tell people I can't be there because there's a kaiju going on. So, you know, like, it's just incongruent with each other. Uh, I just have to keep my afternoons,
3: evenings, mornings, like, all the time. Pretty flexible in case, you know, peril.
0: Right, but they only sacrifice that after, like, they see the fruits of their labor right in front of them right so like in connor's episode it was the fact that like oh there's this little girl that i helped save by beating up the kaiju right but in this one it's like i'm not gonna take a record deal even though tommy is really lenient about whether i can be on the team or not because no, we're gonna as skip far to as tommy else. cares Fine well yeah tommy's like outright said that yeah tommy's just like we could just give this to somebody else it's fine we'll find a new owner if you don't feel like you can you can handle this responsibility but just make sure you know what you're doing because i'm not going to give it back to you after you can't flake out
3: like i can't Um, ask specific people that i therefore know and like have trained with and like work with and have competencies and like each other no no, i have to have have chosen you four assholes Well, you can find another one though. Sure. They were chosen by the Dino Gems. Sure. No, no, I understand. It's a TV show. Yeah. I'm he
0: would just like he, he could do like a sorting hat. Just get all the yeah. kids be like, hey kids, my anthropology class, look at what I found outside. It's a yellow dino gem. Why don't you guys try feeling it? Pass Every- it around. Pass,
1: pass it around. Everybody touch it. If you smell then, dino gem what? in your do any of you smelled have, have you ever
3: smelled dino gem in your family's home? <laughs> <laughs> Full
2: on so anyway, air um, officer.
1: So okay, yeah. This episode garbage. Um, so 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 Kira decides she's only gonna half sell out. She stops being Avril Lavigne she won't be cool though, and futuristic. She's gonna be Taylor Swift. And that's what she does at the end of the episode. She does fucking shitty pop country. It's horrible. It's the worst song she's ever it's, sang so it's far. Hay Bales but everyone and pretends trucks. it's okay and that they're proud of her, or something. Also, remember when I said Cassidy was spending too much time on the computer? Bah, Ethan bah. and Cassidy accidentally end up on a cyber date. Uh-oh. Ha-ha. So funny. Okay. Goodbye. Next episode is Strange Relations. We picked this one because... Wait,
3: is that kid his dad? Is that Are those people related? Was my first question. Like, when that kid comes on and he calls us that white, bald dude, that like blonde as shit dude, dad. And I'm like, what wait
1: he is canonically can see, adopted
3: can they oh well that's yeah he's fake. adopted look it's not again they, i've never seen either of these people before <laughs> in my context so i'm like hey dad can you make Brussels sprouts taste good yet and i'm like what is happening is this a different show um sorry because they're in the conservatory that's just like don't we on power rangers palace <laughs> it's good stuff but yeah great, it
1: is it strange is. transition yeah the Power Rangers Palace. Yeah, it is
0: getting congruent. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, you know, so... like, I've been to the Cyber Cafe and the Power Ranger Station and the warehouse dock. And that's the extent of the location. Oh, wait, the, and the sofa. The extent of the locations for this program.
1: <laughs> Kennedy, why did we pick this episode? You tell me. There's two reasons. First Just of all, reasons. because this is kind of a, a crucial hinge point for the Mesogog plot, the main villain of this season. And as we'll talk about even more in the season review, and we talked about a little in the intro, Messegog's kind of interesting, and sure enough, he was one of the things that kept us going a lot this season. So first of all, when picking, like, one of the weirdest slash most interesting episodes to examine, this does highlight a crucial point in the Mesogog storyline. It's also a weird point in the Messegog storyline. It's kind of bizarre. Doesn't entirely make sense. Also, in general, this episode, kind of bizarre, doesn't really make sense. And I really (laughs) felt like there was something about this one in particular that I felt like exemplified the doesn't make sense quality of this season, where the episodes were like this weird slurry that you couldn't really like pick back apart after you watched it you're trying to like recite what just happened to somebody and like you're just like you're sounding messier than we sound right now doing our recaps of these episodes 5 seconds after you watch some of these because they're like you're like wait what happened <laughs> and that this is one of them
0: my, so my reason is because mm. this is the episode when Messagog fucking cracks and it is great. <laughs> <laughs> Messagog goes off the chain in this episode. I was like, yeah, get it. Because my favorite parts of Dino Thunder is when they just keep rolling the camera and Messagog just keeps going. And he, and he just keeps going. and keeps improving the seeds. He's so good. I love him so much. Oh my god, that's right. There's
3: the whole because I, the White Ranger. He him throwing the White Ranger under the bus or the fate, the cloned White Ranger, who I assume is a recent addition. Because why <laughs> wouldn't you have sent him to fight them earlier? But yeah, him having his own son's Power Ranger splitting half <laughs> thing and then like, yeah, fuck that guy. I don't give a damn how many spikes he grows out of his costume. He's a loser. I'll grow something out of this maquette. But no, that, that's it's a very strange yeah. There's a lot going on, isn't there? Very psychological drama king on the throne. Yeah. Guilt. Yeah, so Metagog sure. doesn't yeah, know weird. he's he's the guy. So, he doesn't know he's the blonde guy, right? That's they. He's not a, like, or the blonde guy's not aware kind, that he's no, Metagog.
1: They, no, they they're aware of each other. Know that each other exists, but it's kind of like a a multiple personality situation where, like, when one of them's in control, you you can't like always remember everything that they did. Um, or things like that. And so progressively, like the two of them are hiding more and more from each other, which is like kind of what's coming to a head here. Um, because Mesagog doesn't want to have Anton Mercer as a part of him anymore. Anton Mercer, similarly, is sick of this Mesagog shit. And they're both mm-hmm. kind of just trying to like hide the fact that they're planning to stab themselves in the back from themselves.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, I can see how that gets complicated. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then this is also one of those episodes where they kind of try to have like a, like a parallel plot that's similar because like so basically when as a, a reminder, refresher for everyone, especially Paul who has no idea uh, when Trent first gets the white dino powers, they make him evil. Eventually he learns to overcome that, but the bad guys made a copy of him while he was still evil, White Ranger, before he went away, because that's the kind of thing that Power Rangers villains do a lot. They it's like a, to make it, those kinds of contingency plans. And we have the same thing at the, in the Star Trek world. It's a transporter
3: accident. You get a Neelix, you got two, Tom, you got two Commander Rikers. Just sometimes there's two of a guy, because the writers were like, hey, that'd be neat. We science-worded the deflector
2: dish. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: fine. So, yeah. uh... This is coming to a head in terms of at this point, um, Elsa explains that like there can be only one Highlander style White Ranger. That the White Ranger's powers being split between the two of them, it's like the morphing grid is being taxed too much or something and it's it's not it can't really it can't like give powers to both of them forever, you know. No, again, I'm giving so, her all she's got captain the
3: warp core and the Dilithium yeah. crystals. Yeah, sure. You need these. these the, exactly, must the warp come to force running out of some something. Yeah, our science words aren't working. You <laughs> have to do
1: more of them. Throw it like make them do kung fu at each other. Get some squibs. Ethan gets a challenge from Evil White Ranger and is like, "Rangers, show up and fight us." So the Rangers do, but they don't have Trent with them uh, because he's dealing with other stuff, emotional problems. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They get the dinosaurs out and they do some zord stuff and blah blah. And then they get the other zords um, out, and, Trent, and he can apparently control his own zords. He's that are like having, zords. yeah. There's all these zords and there's all it's this. It's not mind clear. They, like, why do they? Um, own, Trent is yeah. having like. How many are there? Trent is having like the the there can be only one magical pain flashes <laughs> regularly while the White Ranger is out fighting the other Rangers, and he. You know, trying to figure out what's going on. But then, like, it starts to switch to the other way, and the White Ranger, the evil White Ranger clone, loses his powers, and Trent gets them back. So it's like they're fluctuating back and forth. And so then the White Ranger has to dip out. A new villain has to appear, this thing called the Jade Gladiator. It's okay looking. It's not really that special. It ma- like, I, I mean, you know.
3: When you see him holding the maquette early in the episode, you're like, oh, it's going to be a big one of those. There's somebody gonna be wearing a version of that. Like he yeah. it is a plant from the lab that he just is like looking at yep. and like, at some point. Like, oh that's our guy. That's our monster right there. I've seen I've seen this show. Um That's the one. That's like, a one. That's the too odd of an object to not be the thing. <laughs> like you're gonna give it powers or something. But yeah, no, it's not a great monster.
1: The rangers catch up in information about the white ranger power around this time, which this scene especially like when I talk about this show being confusing, it's like this scene doesn't add anything to the viewer's knowledge that you didn't already know if you saw Elsa say this earlier. It's just confirming that the Rangers now understand, but it's really repetitive while it does it. I don't know why. An, an analogy, any number of other ways. So Haley... other ways to say it, yeah. Yeah, so Haley's like, hey, Trent, there could be only one. He's like, okay. And so the two White Rangers go battle. The Jade Gladiator is making more monsters. Fortunately, they get the whole That's... play set out. Every all the <laughs> robots fall out of each other and then recombine into
3: various forms. A lot of the CG is so weird when compared to the suits, too, is like a distinction. Like, <laughs> That's so weird. Like it's such the a CG's drastic shift.
1: Bad, bad, bad in this. Oh god! Like it has to start oh, like this, god. which we
3: have, and it has to end like <laughs> this, which we have. Just do—I don't know, whatever. One of them's a stegosaurus. And you're like, thanks, bro. Good job. I appreciate this. I'll just get to random. <laughs> I'll crack open Blender.
1: Um, there's all this fight over who owns the Zords or something. Trent who finally the throws powers? the other White Ranger under a bus. <laughs> uh,
3: uh, <laughs> but not before he grows a bunch uh, of extraneous it spikes He becomes
1: the only one. Yeah, and then he gets spiky. Which one's the evil one?
3: Oh no! How can? Oh wait, it's the one with all the spikes. That's pretty straight. I'm sorry. He's got the red, the red eye, and the spikes. Never mind. I thought this yeah. would be more confusing. I do like it. No, it's a great way to give be... it yeah, a little so bit it's... extra to make that costume monstrous, and it's because otherwise you lose the rangerdom. So
1: well, like well built. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I like it when they go spiky this season. All of yeah. them. I think all their costumes benefit from it.
1: Yeah, I agree. All the spiky changes, when those happen, those are always fun for any reason. Are you You're a fan of the Triassic power? Yeah, sure. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> again, we talked about this in the last one. When you build the Triassic <laughs>
3: ranger's big vehicle, the other two rangers are just standing there in a crater with no powers. They don't get brought into the vehicle. They're just like, "Oh, Bye! Bye, Connor! <coughs> yeah. Good luck! Bye! I
1: hope, I hope we bye. don't get killed by you we and this! Like,
3: so, I, I'm not a fan. It's a weird... It's very, you know...
1: See you tomorrow!
3: It's got a kind of vanguard party uh, feel uh... to it. <laughs> I prefer when political power grows out of the barrel of the gun made of the four of our weapons put together.
1: <laughs> so eventually, um, the ten thousand Zords are enough to defeat all the fucking monsters or whatever, and it's, it's whatever. And uh, also, Elsa and Messagog have a confusing conversation where Messagog's like, "Betray me now, do it, come on, betray me, mm, yeah, do it."
3: And then a scene later, when <laughs> like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that." Yeah. <laughs> what are these characters feeling? Oh, good, they're saying it.
1: Great. Glad to hear that. I also, I that. hate you. I hate you, Elsa. Betray me now. Come on. I'm I'm weakest now. If you don't strike now, while my belly is fleshy and vulnerable, there'll never be another chance. Elsa, you gotta betray me right now. Like, I don't, What? Also, you're welcome uh... to continue walking about the castle and doing whatever. Here's your weapon. Uh... <laughs> and then also, Trent and Anton- have a final confrontation and Trent's like, you gotta get rid of mess dad's God, dude. Dun, and, his
3: dad's dun, like, dun, I... I... and his dad's like, I got you. I hear this award I got from the chamber of commerce. And his son's like, I don't want this. It has your name on it. And I didn't do any, that's not a meaningful accomplishment for me.
0: Is that body form? Just like when they
3: named yeah, that university so...
1: wing after me, it's not fun. I'm not going to go to that university. I told you.
0: Mesagog's <laughs> all like, I've had it with all of you. You do nothing but fail me every week of this show. I, it's time to take things into my own hands. And like, that's basically this episode. And the, the Jade, the Jade warrior, I felt uh, our great. Jade gladiator. Uh, was actually a pretty cool villain from the fight. Also, you know, the whole White Ranger versus White Ranger fight was pretty pog, but I enjoyed that episode quite a bit. <laughs>
1: Betray me, Elsa!
0: <laughs>
1: I feel like it served a yeah, vital I mean,
3: contrast with the other I two. I swear this one... isn't
1: my fetish.
3: Ah, ah. Definitely pairs well with the other two, right? One of which is just, okay, it's garbage and a Sentai show. Cool. And this then the second one was like, it's mostly dumb plot and there's a fight. And then this one, which is, oh, it is all dumb fight. There is some talk, but it is mostly people in costume overacting <laughs> and or fighting, which I think is what we, what I come to this kind of program for. Um.
0: This is another good marker for a bad season, when like we're talking about one of the best episodes being them mostly in suits, right? Because that's mostly sentai footage with like dubbed over dialogue.
2: versus like
3: adr but then this episode he's in it he's in this one tommy is in this episode yes he is speaking of by the way yeah
0: and the show you you notice like the show like lifts up a couple points when you have tommy on the show (laughs) it's like yes we were all waiting for you tommy jesus thank you for finally coming back
3: Oh my God, you were tied up in the woods or something. I don't know. You filled a couple of the beef, you and the beef, direct, beef footage director went out and filled something where you were doing whatever, buying a drink. And we'll pretend it's spies. <laughs> hey, can you call in on your phone All and right. say a couple of things? We had the Black Ranger in scene with the other actors just because we wanted something to happen. Um, we needed someone to say something smart, and none of the other characters
1: are qualified to do that. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! All right, let's rate them. All right, Kennedy, we- out of ten,
0: what would you rate the three episodes?
1: I will start, and I will say, um, "Lost and Found in Translation." Can I give that one two ratings? Sure. I would say that Power Rangers episode as a whole is like a two, but the Sentai show divorced from that is maybe more like a five.
3: That's a super important cut to make. I think that's a very yeah, like that's
1: <laughs> I would worry. put it
0: I would probably put it a little bit higher. For me, I'd probably give it like a 5 overall just cuz like I thought that the sentai footage was kind of fun. And I think also like I'm kind of a bit more exposed to the Japanese sentai. So I was like I can't wait for us to like I was kind of getting hype for like the fact that we'll probably just, watch the Sentai. It's
1: just the weird jingoist themes that really drag it down, though, for me, is what I'm getting at. So I think if I was going to average my two scores and give it a final score, I'll just say, that episode's like a 3.5 for me. I would say that uh, 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 A Star is Torn is like a, it's like a <laughs> 1. <laughs> and that um Strange, strange Relations was like a solid seven, but so confusing. Yeah.
0: So like, A Star is Torn for me, I thought was like a five, maybe a 5.5 question mark. I just found it comical. I think it's one of those things where I kind of U-turned on it, where I was like, this is terrible, into, oh no, this is actually like a really important episode that we should probably discuss on the program and therefore making it the most interesting one of the bunch. So for that, I give it a five. It might edge a little bit closer just because I kind of do enjoy the look. I like the makeover that Kira gets. Unfortunately, she doesn't choose it. And by the end, you just get ultimately frustrating because it's just like, yeah, no. As far as we know, as the viewer who can see Kira's life from a bird's eye view in these specific moments... There's nothing wrong going on per se, other than the fact that the guy, the guy who wants to do the record deal is weird, but that doesn't necessarily make him like a sexual abuser. So it we don't necessarily know all creepy. the details there.
3: Yeah, it did right? seem groomy, but, but it, we don't know necessarily the details weird. there. And like, Ron Waters is weird. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And literally everything else going on in her life is terrible, clearly, like, clearly terrible. Her parents are nowhere to be found. Everybody is an asshole to her. She isn't liked by anybody. Her own mentor character kind of just doesn't give a fuck about her either. So it's just kind of like, who the fuck cares? Except this one guy who is like, hey, I'm actually willing to help you out because I think you have an awesome voice. Oh, and if you listen to and me, it's like...
3: your horrible life will be better soon. And she's like, what about what I want? Like, You are clearly unqualified to make decisions about your own life.
1: Look at where you are and who you surround yourself with. Yeah, you know, maybe we were just too harsh on that producer character. As far as we know, he didn't do anything untoward. He seemed to be the only person caring about her in that entire episode.
0: Not a lot. He didn't ask to see her alone, you know? She just
1: showed up there, yeah.
0: like, Yeah, no, none of that. He just showed up, or she just showed up to his office, and he was like, hey, like, this is what I've got going on. You know, we could try to do this, this, and that, and I think it would be great for your character. Let's give it a shot. And she was like, yeah, yeah I've got it, nothing else going on. And then she got unquestioning one support
3: plots. from the
1: young
0: people.
3: And then her friends are like, ah, oh, this sucks. Yeah. And only one of them had the courage. Yeah, it to wasn't one of those like plots it.
1: where it's like, it, it was one of those plots where it's like, she's like trying to take a friend with her and her friends are actually supportive. And the producer was like, no, you need to come alone. You know, like, no, he was just like, oh, hey, what's up, Kira? I'm glad you got that contract I sent you. I'm your weird eccentric producer guy. Here's some outfits and video concepts.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's another (laughs) bad... There already exists another bad TV show that kind of did that angle where the record producer was the bad guy or trying to, like, you know, take advantage of somebody. And that was actually in Rugrats All Grown Up. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like... (laughs) yeah that that's already yeah. been done and in this case it wasn't the producer literal
1: the... opposite literal opposite her yeah. friends wouldn't help her with anything and this producer we never see him do anything weird or be weird other than like i say be a little eccentric he's clearly into fashion um Is that uh, we're calling it these days into fashion yeah <laughs> he's clearly into fashion uh he uh he never married that one
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh,
3: he's an eligible um, <laughs> fashion enthusiast oh
1: <laughs> yeah so you know he's not uh, as bad uh, as we've
3: uh, made him as i'm you know i we started i started off early with characterizing him poorly and i agree now in retrospect he is the best friend he she's ever had and now it's tommy oliver's fault that she's gonna die alone Oh, great. We found the real group. We
1: found the real crew. <laughs> yeah. no, that's just show. Get really wrong. You're, you're right. You're right. This is like one of those things where, like, did you, you, you read those articles where someone's like, I was best friends with this celebrity and then I blew it with them and then they became a huge deal and I could have been in every film they ever made or something. You know, like, that's Kira. And... This is like Scott Storch, oh. Oh, she's circa the
0: 2004. <laughs> Like, prior to, like, getting on cocaine, like, excessively to the point of ruining your career, right? This is, like, really getting ahead of the times with someone. She really loves violence,
3: though. She's got to commit it all the way to doing huge amounts of violence and destruction, and there's no other way that that's allowed. Like, you couldn't just do
1: that as a teenager. Yeah. Instead of getting a record deal, she becomes... A war criminal. Instead of getting a record deal, she... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she becomes an alcoholic cop or something. I don't know.
3: She's <laughs> got it on the shelf like, yeah, yeah, I used to get the coin out. But not anymore. What for? What's it, what's it worth? Not anymore.
2: Uh,
3: you know what I'm saying? But like, what's, what's, the what's, what's
0: the better life though? You know what I'm saying? Being an alcoholic cop or being a, a freaking pop star singer who probably went on a world tour somewhere or at least went to one of those European countries where she charted at least in the top 20, she could have done all those things. And maybe like, yeah, maybe let's say, let's say she is taken advantage of from like producers or whatever, in terms of like m- money wise. Right. But if she comes out of it, making like at least a hundred K or more a year, isn't that better than making 30 grand as like a police officer in some, in some bumfuck town in Tennessee. I can and say then maybe that maybe dying I in a giant in robot yeah like you know (laughs)
3: because the survivability (laughs) for a ranger is super low and ultimately if you do survive you become tommy and it's like no this is a bad
1: life to set up people up
3: for right like oh i'm sorry all right how are the other rangers
1: apparently the survivability no apparently the survivability of a ranger is extremely low because they say that tommy oliver is the oldest living ranger
3: good shit in christ he's like 30 Five, four, uh, yeah,
1: forty ish.
3: Okay, so no, he's, I don't, we don't even
1: know. Ooh, two thousand four. He that was means there's some other Rangers that guy, yeah. are canonically dead by the time of Dino Thunder. That I guess. That's some, I'm gonna that
3: talk it, it up to Tommy revisionism. <laughs> that's t- that's some that is some Optimus Prime dead in the first twenty minutes of Transformers kind of grim shit right there. Um, uh, like oh, he's the oldest living mm-hmm. Ranger. He's just gotten his PhD. So, you know, maybe 32. That, that's that's history. Mm-hmm.
0: That's history as told by Tommy, though. That's, that's oh, okay. not and history. As told of, right, by and
2: Tommy on.
1: may be a revisionist. Oh, well, and there's a bunch yeah. of Time
3: Rangers and shit. So they may well have, have sort of distorted all of that as well. So who can say?
1: Well, Paul, we got to
0: appreciate you for watching those episodes and bearing with us. But thank you so much for coming on the show. What would you like to plug? Uh, thank you so much for having me. This was
3: great. I think it's weird you made me wear this helmet, but I feel like I feel really into the subject matter. You can catch me on Gay Space Communism, or, uh, which is at Gay Space Cast on Twitter and Gay Space Communism on Podcast Everywhere. We're part of the Not Safe Media Network. And I am also on Critical Bits, which is Earth's favorite teen superhero body horror actual play podcast. Me, Joel Ruiz, Shannon Strucci, and Shelby Lee play masks. It's if you're into it, you're going to love us. We're have a great time, and if not, you don't have to listen to an actual play show. But we're real rules light and real acap heavy. So, uh, and uh, in any case, <laughs> listen to either of those. I'm and I'm at hashtag Subtext on Twitter and I am it's starting to be time to do stand-up comedy in the world again so I'll probably be doing that sometime coming up soon August 11th in Atlanta Georgia at the Village Theater so uh, yeah for August 14th that's what a Saturday is anyway thank you so much for
0: having me thank you guys so much for listening and we hope you guys have a great rest of your week Rangers thank you so much for listening if you liked what you heard please make sure to rate our podcast five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. And as always, you can find Kennedy and I on Twitter. I am at Gravcast and Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper. Stay safe, Rangers, and may the power protect you.